Okay, let's jump right into this. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Misba, and uh, today we're going to do a little bit of a different thing with this podcast. This is a series of podcasts which I'm going to be doing, and I'm really excited because um, we're going to be talking about a subject which I find fascinating, which is um, psychology and human behavior, and you know. Really getting to grips with the the things that make us human, whether those are faults, whether those are good things, um, and unpacking them a little bit and trying to understand them on uh, not necessarily an academic level, but just on you know a level where we can have fun and, and talk a little bit about stuff which is going on in our lives. Um, so I'm really really happy today to uh, introduce uh, my my friend and my colleague Marcus uh, as the first guest of the would- series. Thank you very much, Ms. It's great to be here. I would also add to that list partnering, maybe not partnering crime, but partnering... Rhyme. Partnering... Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, we, we do like our rap. We do. We like we like our hip-hop, yeah. But we also work really well together. We and, do. And it's great being here with you on this podcast too. Thank you so much. And that's one of the reasons why I think I'm, I'm really excited to have you as my first guest is because of that. We have a, a great... I hate to use the word. We have a great synergy. We've got a great energy when we work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time it's it's around, you know, me writing scripts and then you filming and editing which is a difficult job i uh, you know and i i i I really impressed um seeing what goes on behind the scenes um those of you who've you know seen any of our videos on wakelet which i'm sure you have um you know you have to understand how how meticulous and grindy a lot of the editing is and then you also have to combine that with a level of artistry and creativity which i think is one of the hardest things to do um and that really leads me to um you know what the whole podcast is about essentially i wanted to talk a little bit about the creative process a little bit about procrastination the the ugly beast that rears its head every time you want to try and do something creative well it's exhausting being creative it is very, and and it's very you sound very humble right now yeah, no, <laughs> you sound like kanye west no, really wow thank <laughs> it's you. exhausting That's, being this creative no, honestly no 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 it's exhausting just being creative mm. and um a lot of the time especially well at wakelet i am the only one here who makes the videos at present um, not that I feel like I'm I'm on my own. I've got a great team around me, some amazing people who can help motivate me. But at times it does feel like it's, mm. it, it's oh, I've got this problem and I, I'm on my own with it, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of people as well focus on the on, on the problem. Mm. It's very, far, very mm. hard to focus on the solution. Mm. Well, we're yeah. talking about two different things here, I think. We're talking a little bit about writer's block and creativity block and then procrastination, which I think are two different things, right? Mm. I think that anybody who's involved in any form of creative process or any job for that matter um, can, can you know, procrastinate regardless of what you're doing. But I think that creative roles in particular um, tend to, you, you tend to have quite a lot of creative block happening quite often as well. It's very difficult to get in the zone and decide I'm putting pen to paper and I'm creating something right now. What do you do to get into the zone where you're like, right, I've got this video that needs editing. It needs to be fire. It needs to be hot. It needs to be amazing. And I'm going to work on it right now. What do you do to get into that pumped up feeling? Caffeine helps if I yeah. can be completely honest with you. Sometimes you just need to feel inspired it's a very hard thing to to force, especially yes. if you're doing creative work for a job, for a client, for someone that you have to do it for. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter how you feel. You've got to get this thing done. You've mm. got a deadline. What mm. do you do? And then sometimes, like, if I'm getting a blocker where I'm really struggling, maybe I don't want to do this particular project. Mm. I can't put my soul into it. Um, you know, what do I do then? Uh, just have a walk around, speak to people, get their perspectives and try to sounds a bit strange this but feed on their energy Mm. if you're feeling a bit kind of um burdened by this task and you don't want to do it um but you know you have to yeah 
um, you know, just speaking to people who are maybe having a better day than you, you know, yeah. can really put you in a good mood. I've and noticed, just, I've noticed you doing that actually. I didn't know that you did it on purpose, but I've noticed that when you're feeling like you're in a little bit of a rut mm. and you can see that you've been stuck on the same, uh, I, I always know because it's the same frame and if it's there for more than, more than 20 minutes, I know, yeah, Marcus is in that, that sunken mm -hmm. place. Yeah. And what I have found is that you do do that. You do, you do sort of, you know, seek out. Um, people who are having a better day than you perhaps and you kind of take an active approach in getting that motivation back mm -hmm. um, for, for me I'm I'm the king of procrastination you know it's 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 what I'm known for but I've, I'm very stealthy about it very few people know that I actually do it <laughs> okay. um, but it, it started I think in university when it came to doing coursework and exams and revision and things like that uh, studying just ha didn't register on the pleasure scale for me whatsoever. So I found it very, very difficult to study and, and, and revise. And what would happen is I would find it much more effective to wait until the very last moment before it becomes a crisis and then start doing it. So if something was due in, in, um, you know, three months, I'm never going to start it a month in advance, even a week in advance. I'm going to wait until I feel that panic set in. That's when I'm the most productive and that's mm -hmm. when I can create the best things. So, which is why I'm always trying to set myself deadlines uh, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm working because it's really important for me. And I love it when other people I'm like are dependent on me to do something and they give me a deadline to do it because mm -hmm. if they just say, I'll oh, get it done as soon as possible, I don't really yeah, like it. You don't want to let them down if they're depending on you for something. You right. have to deliver. Not, I, I feel not everyone... Um, it's a great way of working and I've felt that, but you know, pressure can help, but I often feel like if it's not necessary to put yourself under such pressure, I think, I, I don't think it's healthy for, for some people. Like it's it not depends on how you handle it. Yeah. If you handle it with the sense of calm and if you handle it with a sense of like, I'm, you know, I'm confident that I'm going to get this uh, done and I'm going to get it done to a high standard. And if you've been, if you've done that in the past and come through, then most of the time you're, you're okay. Um, I very rarely get like rattled. Uh, when I've got like an impending deadline, because I know I've done this deliberately. I've waited until, you know, two days, uh, a few hours before the deadline to prepare or, or um, get the work done just because I know that's what's going to produce the best, the best work. That's, mm. that's what's going to happen. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to put my best into it earlier than that. It's just impossible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the idea of procrastination is an interesting one. Um, let's move on to, into, you know, the idea of like a creative block. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, obviously I, I do quite a little bit of writing as everybody knows. Um, I love writing. I find it, you know, a, a, an incredible thing. I'm, it's a privilege to have writing as part of my, my job. And um, obviously you with your editing and your filming, do you ever feel um, that point where you've, you've hit a wall, you can no longer continue. You don't have anything of value to contribute to the project which you're working on and if you do how do you get over that how do you overcome it it does happen sometimes um a project landed on my desk um my heart might not be in it for whatever reason um and i i feel a sense of guilt for that because mm. it's um oh, you know i, I want to put my best into everything that i do we had community week recently that was fantastic i got my teeth sunk into that it was amazing i loved mm. every minute mm. of it but of course we don't do community week every week yeah, so exactly. you know there's a bit of a lull afterwards and yeah. you have to find a way to just pick yourself up and to be honest i don't think i know the answer i know it would have been a lot quicker for me to say no <laughs> but uh, no, you know I, me that's you're not right I, I think that you're, you're best we're, we're all best at what we enjoy and if there's a particular project or task that lands on your desk that you have to do that you love 
um, then you're going to naturally gravitate towards that. You want to going to you're going to want to do that first. You want to you know you're going to want to impress people with it. Exactly. Whereas if it's something that doesn't quite tickle your fancy, something which isn't um, you know aligned with your personal interests and the things which you find uh, interesting, then naturally you're not going to give it as as much attention. Um, but I think the real discipline is treating every every project as as though it's the same. I would also say as well, trying to find. I mean. This won't apply to everyone, okay? But in the realm of video, at least, which is obviously what I do, um, finding a way to make it your own. Um, so, for example, I might be uh, doing some animations as part of my role, mm. and I might not really like them. I'm not really sure how to how to, you know, get the most out of them, make them look cool. Um, a lot of my job is just making things look cool, which is a very vague, mm. um, you know, standard. Um, but it might just be a case of oh, find a piece of music to go in the background of that video that you really like and mm. that really motivates you. So mm. that's something that I sometimes find myself doing just to make it my own and you know make myself feel good about it. Yeah. Because it's a project I'm being forced to do. I might not really be in the mood <laughs> for it. I might not want to do it. But yeah, yeah. you know, just finding a way to make it your own. Finding a way um, to make it fun as well. Treating it as though it's like a little bit of a challenge or a game. Gamifying yeah. it. Gamifying um, is what yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah. I think that that's a that's a pretty cool technique to use for sure. Um now this is a little bit more of a broader thing which I wanted to speak about, which was the idea of motivation. And when I talk about motivation, I'm not talking about it in the cheesy way, not talking about motivational quotes or, you know, work out to, to be mo not that kind of thing I'm talking about like general day to day you go through times where you just don't feel as motivated as you did yesterday the future doesn't seem as bright to you the projects which you're working on don't seem as enthralling the wider picture of what it is that you're doing I won't go as far as to say your existence but at least it becomes a bit existential you just feel like you know I'm, I'm a bit meh I'm a bit bland like there's nothing really going on um why do you think that happens and and when it does happen um how do you shake it off or do, is it something you just have to sort of power through and just get over? I think it's important to acknowledge it. Everyone goes through that at some point. And I think if you can own it and find, and this is very difficult, finding a way to just target it and try to you know, get mm. around it. Um, it's, it's very difficult. Um, you go through a slump, you ask yourself, oh, am I, am I doing this? Like, is this right for me? Is this mm. what I should be doing? Mm. Uh, does this align with what my goals are? It depends on the person, you know, if you're very career driven and goal oriented, then um, you might question, oh, is this what I'm doing right now? Getting me closer to where I want to be. Yeah, yeah. Now, a lot of the time it actually is, but you don't realize it there and then. You think, mm. oh, you know, what? what's this one little thing going to, you know, th this is a waste of time for me. Mm. Well, you know, that's, that, that's an attitude thing and you have to accept um, I'm in this place. I want to get to that place. And there's going to be days where, you know, you're not going to be as energetic. Yeah, and yeah. Just check yourself. Is is my diet good? Am I healthy? Am I, have, I got, have I got good mental health? Do I need to get some help from people? Um, do I need to ask people for advice and see, see what their perspective is on it? Because sometimes you can have clouded vision and you don't really know, well, this goes into writer's block as well. You have a barrier and you don't know how to get past it. Just you know, open the conversation. Uh, mm. For me, it's just speaking to people and um, getting their opinion and their insight as well. Because yeah. there's a lot, I mean, <laughs> we're very lucky in Wakelet to have a really good team. So whenever I'm struggling with something, I, I feel like I can always speak to people. Mm. Um, so just surrounding yourself, it's easier said than done, but surrounding yourself in good people that can, you know, that can speak to you about, about that kind of stuff. I, I, I find the most effective thing to do when I'm not feeling very motivated is like you said, first of all, acknowledging it, because quite often you can go a few days or even a few hours and, you know, you don't quite notice it. You just feel a little bit down. Um, I think that the moment that you, you realize it, I think it, it 
comes down to you um, reminding yourself about what the greater vision is, reminding yourself, like you said, about what your goals are, where you fit in in the world. Um, you know, are you contributing something of value to uh, your career? Are you contributing something of value to your family? What I, I find is, like you said, speaking to people helps. Um, speaking to loved ones, parents, people who know you the best, um, sharing that you're feeling a little bit, you know, demotivated and seeing what they think, getting it off your chest. That's, that's what I think is, is probably the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if all else fails, I think it is just understanding that I need to power through this, you know, I'm not feeling that great now, but I'm not going to feel like this tomorrow. I'm not going to feel like this a week from now and focusing on that. Mm-hmm. Um, this leads me on to, to something interesting as well which i wanted to pick up it's not largely related to what we're speaking about but in our fields um and in most people's fields there's always going to be other people in their area or people that they see whether it's in their family or whether it's in their company whether it's in their friendship circle or even if it's just seeing what celebrities and people are doing online and what we tend to do nowadays is it's much easier for us to compare our lives and our success and the, the, the things which we've achieved in our life with others, with you know, high achieving people. Um, and I always say comparison is the enemy of joy. You know, if you're, if you're, for example, learning a new sport or if you, I know that you were learning to DJ, right? And you become very proficient in it, if I might say so. Oh, thank um, you. I mean, it's just, uh, it, it started as like a, a hobby during the beginning of lockdown in the UK and, um, it's become something that I actually quite enjoy, but it has taken time. And I'm sure that when you look at other people DJing and the music that's, that you listen to and the sets that you see, that these people are at a different level to you. And that can quite often expose that you are not as far ahead as them. And does that can sometimes kill your motivation or your joy for it because you're like, I'll never get as good as this person. Well, for me personally, um, I, don't re- I don't resonate with that because I found a way to see where other people are not not necessarily just you know DJing but also film production as well you mm. know I've got a career plan in my head that I want to you know and there are people that are already there and you know oh why am I not there I want to get there you yeah, know yeah. um but use that as motivation it's possible someone has got there so so can you yeah and I think that's a very powerful thing to just like keep in the back of your mind you know whenever you it's very easy to get consumed by the jealousy oh you know they're doing this, they're doing that, you know, who are they, what have they got yeah. that I've not? Well, exactly, yeah. you know, they're, they're a person just like you with the same... Well, well the, 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 jealousy, what you're talking about is envy. Yeah, Je- yeah. Jealousy is where you have more than two people and one of them is um, upset at the level of attention that another person is receiving. It's very personal jealousy. Um, usually around relationships and things like that and, and, and families. Um, when it comes to envy, envy is a bit more of a yuckier uh, mm. sort of uh, emotion. Uh, envy yeah. is that you see that somebody has something that you want and you don't want them to have that thing. It's not so yeah. much that you want it for yourself. But only if someone else has it. You're not actually bothered about it, but if you see someone else with it, then it's mm. like, oh no, I want that yeah, back. Yeah. That, that, that's envious. Well, well, this is the thing. You can turn, you can turn comparison. When you're compa- I think it's, it's normal to compare your life uh, to other people. And I think that it's understanding that you should, like you said, use that as a form of inspiration for yourself. Because if you see somebody with a really beautiful car, right, that you love, the difference between inspiration and envy is inspiration is looking at that car and saying, one day I'm going to have a better car than that. Or one day I'm going to be able to afford uh, that car. That's inspiration. Um, envy is I hope that that 
person crushes that car and it gets yeah. written off. <laughs> and, so they're two and, and very different things. Anybody. It's that's not just horrible. Yeah, and it, and it festers in you, and it and it absorbs all your feelings and your thoughts, and, mm. and you, you don't need that. Mm. What kind of what what kind of things inspire you? A big source of inspiration for me um, in the last sort of I'd say 14, 15 months, mm. um, pretty much you know throughout our time you know during lockdown and all that stuff. Um, there's this there's this music producer that I follow quite closely. Um, never used to be a big fan, to be honest, but now I am. Um, and he's been producing this album, and the album is all about him getting over his creative block mm. with music, which you might think is a bit meta, but it's actually a very good album. Um, and it's really inspirational because you can actually hear it in the music. There are some parts in the, in, in the album where it dips down and you realise, oh, this is the point where he... Th- questions is he ever going to make music again mm. sometimes i've questioned will i ever make videos again mm. video is a passion of mine it's what i've always wanted to do since as long as i can remember and i can't see myself wanting to do anything else maybe one day i'll have a change of heart and change direction but mm. knowing that other people have felt similar woes and have gone through similar lows you know makes me think oh i'm not on my own with this um it's okay you just got to find a way to get through it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Inspiration is a tricky one. Um, I think that people get inspiration from things that they don't even know they're being inspired by. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people see other people as inspirations. A lot of people see that people have accomplished certain things and have done really well in their life. And I think that that's, that's great. I think that's a really good place to take inspiration from, but I think it's a little bit too close to, um, it's too close to the comparison bit. It's a little bit too close mm-hmm. to the envy. You know what I mean? I'm guilty of comparing myself to others all the mm. time. And I, I, not so much recently, but yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that you, you can pick inspiration up um, by, you know, really, really simple things. Uh, it, it, sometimes you can inspire yourself. I know that this sounds a little bit egotistical, but um, I think that if you look back at things, the things which inspire me when I'm feeling like I'm in a little bit of a, a, a dump is I will, I will go back and I will look at pieces of, of, of things which I've written. Um, I will look at projects which I were involved with. I'll look at videos which I've written, which you've produced. I'll look at speeches that I may have given. Um, and those things will inspire me because I, I, there's nothing better. There's no better form of inspiration, I think, when it comes to you personally than looking back at the things which you've accomplished, knowing that I did that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it makes you feel really proud of what of what you've achieved that you can exactly. achieve and you can still do it. Exactly. Know? In the moment you feel like you feel like low. You feel like I can't do this. I need, you know, I'm uh, you start to question your abilities, you start to question how good you are at this particular thing, but I think that going back and looking at things that you've done in the past is a really good thing. And I don't mean it in like an old-timey way like Oh, you know, back in the day, I used to be able to do that. No, not in that way. I mean, in, 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 you know, pretty recent history way. Go back and look at some of the things which you've accomplished in the past. And those things, those things can inspire you for sure. Oh, yeah. No, totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has been absolutely fantastic speaking with you today, Marcus. It really has. Um, I've, I've, I've really thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. And I think that um, as we open up this, this podcast series to a few more different people and different subjects, we're going to get a really good idea about what makes people tick and hopefully connect with the people at home who um, may be, you know, dealing with things on their own. I think it's quite nice sometimes to, you know, like you just said, hear people which are going through the same things as you. And there are these commonalities that we all share as human beings, these emotions like envy, like uh, feeling demotivated, like writer's block that I think it, you know, when you hear about them, it encourages you. 
It makes, sure. it, it makes you think, feel like, you know, if other people are feeling this way, then I'm not on my own. Yeah, I think recognizing and remembering that you're not on your own. And also, it, it, it's totally normal to go through these, these you know, dips and mounds. Like, you have to get through some rough road in order to get, you know, some smooth sailing on the hundred percent, yeah. I'm sure there's a better, you know, there's a more uh, poetic way of putting that. But, um, but yeah, you get my point. Yeah. And at the end of the day, um, you know, sometimes if you're feeling this way, you can just have a podcast with a good friend and, <laughs> and um, talk about it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's been fantastic speaking with you. Um, to everybody listening at home uh, or everybody watching us on YouTube, if you have any comments on the things which we've spoken about today, um, please just let us know. Either tweet us on, uh, well, tweet us on Twitter uh, at Wakelet using the hashtag um, the Wakelet podcast, uh, or you can leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. And um, I'd love to direct everybody's attention to Wakelet dot com forward slash at the wake up podcast that's where we host all of our podcasts um, and it's where we've got a bunch of really cool supplementary content as well um, that covers some of the the subjects which we've spoken about so thank you all so much and uh, i bid you good day and i can't wait to see you next time